I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is such bizarro world shit. It is. Like, I don't... It's just so funny because, like, it's so the Sabres, right? Like, they do what everyone's been asking. And then it's like, well, not like that. (laughs) What do you do? Like oh, the, the initial thing was great, but everything you did after was just awful. You should have pumped the brakes at number three. Like, oh my god! All right, let's go. One twenty-six. Let's hammer this out. In three, two, and one. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blade, episode 126. I am your co-host, Chad Dedemanesis. He's Anthony Chandra. And Anthony, there's no need for the small talk today. We should kind of just get right into this. Like, You sure you don't want to talk about how your day is going? (laughs) Some shit went down today. Like... We're we're in an all. I'm pretty sure that when Bill left this podcast, we got pulled into some like weird space vortex, and we're we're living in like some weird bizarro Sabers world. It's just it's. Can we agree this is all Bill's fault? Well, I mean, partially. I mean, because like it, it's there, there's good news in this, right? I mean, like yeah. I just I I don't even know. We talked about it before the podcast started. Like I don't. There's just so much. I don't much. even know where to start. Like, Jason Bono being so fired much. is like fourth on the list of what happened today. It's crazy, man. Then no, and the thing is, nobody. I mean, this is this comes three weeks after them doubling down on the dude and telling fans you're all dumb for wanting a change, and then they light the whole thing on freaking <laughs> fire because apparently because the guy wouldn't fire anybody because <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason of all the reasons to fire this guy. Oh the thing God. that finally pushed him over the edge is because he wouldn't fire everybody. Like, you made me feel bad for the guy. And, like, right. oh, this dude's a hero. He tried to save jobs. And, like, Yeah, he's the only what? guy with a spine in this whole story. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's bizarre. Well, he's, he's like a martyr. Right. <laughs> so, Jason Botterill's a martyr. <laughs> what is happening? It's unbelievable. It's just... And then immediately when you find out like the owners are talking today, you're like, oh, this, well, probably, is, this probably isn't going to go well. And <laughs> Unless they took public speaking courses in the last it's just, three months, this is going to be a nightmare. So much. And dude. it was. And like the awkward thing in it, like Tim Graham, where's your Detroit Tigers hat? Like, dude, hey, Tim, <laughs> are we on mute? Oh, that's shit. That's how I wanted to start the podcast and be like, wait, Chad, am I on mute? <laughs> it, I and I, my favorite thing that nobody caught but if you go back and listen it happened when they were talking about the new technologies like and you know ralph and kevin they understand it as well or better than i do i'm like well i'd fucking hope so <laughs> uh i don't know like we have to get some organization so so maybe like 
we kind of do this sequentially, I guess, like it is, right? Okay, so let's let's start at the beginning here. I, I don't think people need us to t- run down what we're going to talk about today. I'm pretty sure it's obvious. So, yeah, Jason, okay, need, need take, a, take a breath here. Jason Bottle is gone, right? Correct. So, can that, confirm. Can confirm. Sources indicate confirmed. Uh, he's gone. So that is good. Right. So, I mean, besides him being a martyr and trying to save people's jobs, we'll put that to the side, but that's good. We moved on. Somebody else is in there. Maybe another podcast will relive Bottle's history because, like, if that was the only move today, we could do that, but there's, like, 15 more. So I'm actually good on that. <laughs> right? I mean, we've done it so many times, right? I mean, we don't need to traded. Yeah. Traded a really good player for pieces. I mean, that's that's, that's the headliner in his like GM resume. Right? That's like, what he'll traded go down. Ryan O'Reilly. Like, yeah, that's, traded Ryan O'Reilly. That that's that's his deal. So, say Levy, Jason Bottero. I mean, maybe he's lucky. Maybe he's a lucky one in this who actually got out of it scot free and he gets yeah. to go work for another team that's a real franchise apparently. So maybe Jason yeah. Bottero wins in all this. You know what's? I mean, maybe. But you, the crazy thing is, and and uh, before we move on from Bottero, right? This is this is just man. It's so this ownership group where we're we're talking three weeks ago, three weeks ago they double down on the guy. They call fans dumb, right? Like you guys don't know what's going on, and then out of nowhere, the guy's just boop gone. And this is after, and I'm I'm comfortable telling people this. It seems to be common, you know, not common, but knowledge now, I guess. Yeah, that's after you picked up his bonus because you missed the <laughs> deadline to fire him before it. Like, oh, my God. And now you're selling off parts. You're just chopping off limbs of your organization to stay, I don't know, buoyant in all of this. And then you go on, you know, this this inter, you know, the, this uh, press conference and be like, well, money's not the issue. But then you're, like, selling the freaking furniture. <laughs> Literally, as you're talking, people are in there taking stuff out of your office. <laughs> the couch Terry and Kim were on is getting, like, moved. <laughs> I, it's, oh I, I don't, I just, I mean, it's so like, I, I, I tried to take the whole day to collect my thoughts. And I said, it's like a whirlwind. Cause like, it's every time you flip on your phone, like now, what are they doing? And now, like, it's, what now? Yeah. It, and like, Dude, I, I keep trying to focus to, my vision yeah. here on one thing. It's just oh it's so God. hard. Rewind back to 2010. If someone told you at the drill, another well press conference, someone tapped you on the shoulder and said, Hey, Hey, in 10 years, it's going to be more of a poverty ass franchise than when Galasano <laughs> ran it and just bounced. Can you imagine th- I mean, yeah, th- this I, future occurring? I, Again, we're in a vortex. This isn't real. Time is a false construct. It is. And, it, it, right. And, and the crazy part, like, to give you the idea of how quickly this happened, there was a call that took place yesterday, from my understanding. And I, I, apparently like there, there was some, you know, this, this, this disagreement. We know part of it from uh, Frank Cervelli saying on TSN is mm-hmm. the whole, like, you know, they wanted to or the Bagulas wanted to make these cost cuttings and, you know, a roll didn't want to do that. And then that also from my understanding is there was some, you know, hockey things related in that too, which kind of helped push it over yeah. to the, over the edge. You know, they weren't happy down with like that, but like, then it's just, it's astounding how like, like I keep going back to that. They made this guy at the end of the day, the good guy in this entire story. And that's the thing that keeps getting stuck on me. But it, then you follow that up 
with, oh, cool, they fired a new GM, and then, oh, wait, Kevin Adams? Where does Kevin Adams come from? <laughs> you mean hockey Russ Brandon? How did how did he get in this? And any like, what? Didn't the dude just get promoted to, like, vice president of administration, like, three months ago? Now he's your GM of your hockey department? How? Why? By, by the way, and this is just tweeted out one minute ago, so I'm just throwing it in there now. John Waro just tweeted, it's becoming more clear that the decision to fire Botterill was part of a large series of cost-cutting moves the Sabres have embarked upon to ease the bottom line of a franchise that's going to sit idle through potentially January. Now, this is the same John Waro that has basically been the Pagula's mouthpiece since they bought the Bills, you know what I mean, yeah, maybe before yeah. that. And all he's done is, is you know, kind of giving them softball. So him coming out and saying this is, I think that's relevant to me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to deny this is not money related. I mean, I mean, it like is I said money before that they were on hype about the hockey things before that, but apparently they were going to look through that. And then like to have the audacity, like for me during this media call to just like say it was communication, communication, communication was the issue. Like, dude, that wasn't the issue. That's you, man. And it's also you if that's <laughs> right. the issue. Yeah. Right. If you have, if everybody you hire has communication issues, Maybe you have the communication issue. Right. You met an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. If you meet an (laughs) asshole in the morning, at noon, and in the evening, you're the asshole. Yeah. It's just, I, part of me, like, I I sit here and, and like, I'm like, okay, try to be positive. Kevin Adams, you never know. Like, he's played played in the league before. He has some experience. He knows some hockey people. Like, he's never really worked in a hockey front office. Oh, all, all right. I mean, I guess at least he's been with the team and maybe knows a few names of the players on the team. I, I don't know. Let's hope so. And but it, 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 did you fire his everybody? You, yeah. <laughs> like you, you just you take everybody that could help him, and you just strip him away. And now you want this guy to go out and just hire, I, I guess, a, a new department at a much cheaper cost and. You just you're setting this guy for failure already. That's not fair to him. And like, I don't, I don't want to. I want to be careful here. I don't want to like say Kevin Adams is like a bad guy in this entire story. But I mean, he is. He took this job full well knowing what he would be doing next. Like they they probably said, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to be GM, but you're going to fire little everybody. He's like, all right, fine, I'll do that. <laughs> so yeah. like, I think there's, there's there's some part of that there, but maybe we'll, we'll push that to the side. Whatever. I mean, there's no denying from everything we've heard on Adams and. He's, I guess, a quote unquote yes man for the Bagulas. You know, he's he's rose up the ranks, kind of being their right hand guy, like you said, kind of like a Russ Brandon. And here he finds himself running the hockey department now. And I don't, I, I don't know. I, I want to have some optimistic views on it. Like I want to believe. Maybe that's for another podcast. Like to believe what he can do and what his experiences are. But like, yeah, it's so hard the way. The way they've set him up right now is it's just you're asking a lot from this guy. Right. With with very little experience, not to mention. Yeah, no, I it's and I was just gonna say, right, like I'm not I'm not upset at Kevin Adams. It's just they put him in a they put a guy with no experience in a really hard spot here. Right. It's mm-hmm. not I mean, he could be great, right? He could he could be a great GM, but like, man, you are really asking a lot for this get from this guy right now. I think that's like the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
it's bad, you know, and you're, you've taken away everyone except for Kevin Devine, who might know anything about the draft. Yeah. That, that dude's invincible. I don't know how that keeps happening. Well, and another, yes, I, mean, I don't know. Vampire. I don't, I don't know. And, and by the way, that's another great thing to bring up, right? In that press conference, all the things he listed that he, Pigula listed that he liked about Kevin Adams were all things like you would like about a dude who runs and gets you coffee, like the office gopher. Yeah. Those were all characteristics of that guy. It came across, I tweeted about, like, like, I understand what he's trying to say, but it came across, and maybe this is the reason why. It came, literally came across, though, as they only hired this guy because they knew him and he does what they ask. Mm-hmm. That's it. Doesn't matter if he had any hockey experience. Like, I, I, I really legitimately believe that. It didn't matter. They just wanted somebody in that role that will do what they say. They mm-hmm. wanted their entire hockey department fired. They asked him if he would do it. He would say, he said yes, and he's like, they're like, okay, you're the GM now. Like, yeah, it, it's just, there's no other way around it. I mean, there's no, you can't convince me of any other thing around it. They, they were given the opportunity today multiple times when they were asked to explain why this wasn't strictly money related and they wouldn't do it because the answer mm-hmm. is this was strictly money related. Right. They, they get to bring in uh, Adams, who's probably isn't going to cost much of their GM. I mean, you couldn't even be bothered to take 36 seconds to just look at what else you could hire and say, nah, just let's bring Adams in. Let's have him do it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. And there's no way you're going to consistently sit here and tell me too. like, we're going to transition to the everybody else getting fired thing now. Like it's right. Uh, to be honest, you know, for the listeners, we're going to bounce all over the place here. So just kind of hang on for the ride here because there's so much that happened. There's so much that's running through my mind still that we're going to be all over the place. But I, I, I said this numerous times, I think on Twitter, because people keep bringing it up and I, and I want to kind of say for the last time, maybe I don't really have a problem with firing scouts. I mean, it happens all the time. Scouts move around all the time. It happens, but to fire almost every single amateur scout, some pro scouts, some player development people, Anybody who works for the Amherst, essentially, because somebody calls the Amherst and now nobody's answering the phone. So mm-hmm. like, the, the coaches who were successful there, they're gone, which is wild, but all right, fine. Yeah. And, but then like you're going to fire your whole amateur scouting department. When I get the draft is still two to three months away, which seems like a long time. But when your general manager hasn't looked at any draft stuff, that's not a long time. Right. And there's nobody to talk to about it. Right. And, and here's the thing, too. Like, they all does hire new ones. Uh, no, because teams are not letting their scouts go right, right now because they're planning for the draft. <laughs> who are you? Yeah, I was going to say, who who's you the hiring? free agent scout? <laughs> is Billy in marketing going to be your director of amateur scouting now? Like, probably. It, it, how much does Billy want a year? Yeah. Like, you can go get Mike Fuda, sure. But, like, it's, <laughs> hey, Mike, want to come work for Common Adams? Like, no, nah, I'm good, man. Yeah, right. We'll pay you 25 we're, bucks an hour. Like, you can We're come super to, functional like, as a franchise. Yeah, like, are you? Like it, it's who's the guy from Vancouver? Beckett, but name? like yeah, yeah. Jeff Beckett, but he's not leaving there until after the draft. I would go get him right. too, but again, he's not leaving until the draft is over. He could quit. I mean, I'll leave. He could quit. I'm just kidding. I don't no, know. I'm just. I'm being. I'm being. I mean, he essentially did quit, but he can't leave yeah. until the contract is over. Fantastic. This so is cool like, stuff, huh? I mean, like, 
What are you going to do? He could Brandon Bean it and feed them information, the Sabres information at the I draft. I mean, I guess you could say just, just open a draft book and maybe you would just be as successful as they've been through the last 10 years. So right. whatever, who cares? Do that. But like, can you, <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Like, that, that's the whole thing about getting rid of all these scouts. Like the dude has nobody to like to, to, to fill him in. So what, he has I feel to like the Michael for, Scott like, gif where he's like, I understand nothing. Right. I mean, so he's got to sit there for who the hell knows how long till like he can hire somebody. Like he gets approval to hire some people. Like, I don't know. Here, Kevin, read some books. Like I, I don't know. I guess he can spend the next two months calling GMs and agents that he doesn't know. Like that. Amazing. And that's amazing. Like you have this guy in here when you have like. 13 restricted free agents he has to negotiate with. Oh, yeah. This is not an important offseason. Like, this is a really good time for this. It's just it's wild. It's nuts. I'm wearing New Jersey Devils stuff right now. Like, I, I don't know if that's related. I have my Vegas hat on. Like, so yeah. Might. I've got a New Jersey Devils shirt and hat right now. And it's like, why the Devils, Anthony? Because they're not the best. And you're right to think that. But at the same time, I need I need just something different at the moment. And so I went, I went with New Jersey. Yes. There's no good reason for it. Maybe it's because <laughs> Tom Fitzgerald was a candidate at one point. I don't know. I just, I was like, you know what? No Sabres. I always wear a Sabres thing on a recording and you can't see me. No one can see me. I don't know why I do it. It's just a thing I do, but I didn't today. I, I took my Vegas hat off for the press conference today. I didn't think people would run us. I don't know how that would have been over if I had a Vegas hat on. That would have been so funny. <laughs> and I'm upset at you for doing that, but that's okay. But yeah, I mean, oh, there's just like you said. I mean, like I can't wrap my freaking head around like a single thought right now because there's like 14 you could go into. But I think it all boils down to like, man, in what is the mo- what, an off season that could theoretically affect this team for the next ten, five years at least, right? You really couldn't have set it up any on like shakier foundation. And I think that's everyone's biggest beef, right? And you got you got you know the the funny guys like, oh, fans want to change. Team makes a change. Fans, what the heck? It's like shut up. Like this, you know, this is not what we were freaking talking <laughs> right. about, right? Shut up. We didn't tell tell you to fire your GM, hire a guy with no experience, and then fire the rest of his department. So yeah, that's what everyone had in mind. <laughs> At bootlicker four twenty one. <laughs> that's exactly what we meant. You're right. We're all the idiots. Kim Zee Hoffman, two, three, six, seven, eight, five, nine, four, three, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's just like I feel like there's, I'm even like missing stuff. Like, but I think I, we're definitely missing stuff. I just don't. Oh, the whole into, Chris Taylor. Yeah, dismantling the entire Amherst staff. You talked about that already. I yeah. this, this is by the way, this is all a flat circle. It's like the infinity. <laughs> like symbol. I said, we're going to be all over the place. Like it's yeah, but. Yeah, great. I mean, the entire Amherst staff of the one thing, regardless, they've been doing it on the backs of veterans, but the one thing that's been kind of working <laughs> right. a little, everybody out. <laughs> the guy that had some promise, I guess, like a coach or some sort so of like something. Only, so think about this. Not only are you asking this guy to build like a makeshift scouting staff to draft a team to handle all these expiring contracts. To, Big to negotiations. Hand, one one is big, like your third yes. best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and by the way, 
he's probably told Tagula, like, hey, the rebuild doesn't have to happen because that's what they said, right? The, yeah. We don't think the rebuild's ongoing. So not only is he trying to do that, he's trying to be competitive next year, and he's got to assemble an entire coaching staff in Rochester. And I'm yelling, I'm shouting, and I don't know why. And and find assistant general <laughs> managers in, like, if they oh, look room, because that was, that was even a question mark today. Like, we don't even know if he's even going to get AGMs at this point. Like, Oh, my God. God. Could he have more on his plate? Like, call up Darcy? I mean, who's not doing anything right now? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> who's been unemployed for a while? And, and that's Hi, like, Peter Chirelli. Yeah, and that's the thing. You're not getting anybody to leave to come be an AGM for your organization yeah. that fires everybody. Oh, the Sabres? Hell yeah. No, nobody's saying that. Hire Megan Chaka. She'd never come because she's smart, but hire <laughs> I mean, really, like, if this is, like, I said this before, like, if you want to, like, cut costs and like do cut costs like saving measures like this is this is where you go like data driven like you go out and you yeah. target people to find players that are cheap that will still be good like uh, right the role you go but what and, i'm afraid you know of is we're gonna get like role. a steve coriolan is like like job posting like here come do analytics for us we'll pay you 25 dollars a week like yeah and the funny thing is <laughs> i gotta be careful here no never mind i'm not gonna say it. but i i mean you're right. The money ball approach is like, if you really want to cut costs, right. And like, that's your whole thing. Like, Oh, okay. Like you should really start looking at analytics then. Right. Yeah. I mean, you should start reading the articles that you put out every summer saying, Hey, this guy's cheap and good. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Just scroll through Twitter and you'll find, but no, we're going to, we're going to pay Wayne Simmons. We're going to pay Wayne Simmons and we're going to give, you know, Montour 5 million a year because you know, the devil we know, Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, you know what? I'm not going to whine about that yet because maybe Kevin Adams is like, "Oh yeah, I'm blowing, I'm blowing it up." Maybe he's an analytics guy, and we don't know. We don't know, and that's the thing: we don't know anything about him because all he's done is fire people. All he's done is <laughs> well, right. All he's done is just like act out the will of his owners. Like he hasn't done anything autonomously. So like maybe he loves analytics. Maybe he's big into it. I you never know. Maybe that was the big selling point for for Terry. You know, yet I forget who tweeted it, but someone was saying like, "Hey, you know." I'm I'm starting to believe, or I've been hearing, right, that that Adams was part of the "Hey, we should get rid of this guy" train, and maybe it's because he knew Botterill was a fraud in yeah. terms of how he understood analytics. Yeah. Adams was like, "I can do this for cheaper and better." You know what I mean? And he's right. You you could if that's yeah. the case. So, and, and that's why I want to have some hope, like in belief, like Adams can, like, you know, I don't want to write the guy off because I don't. If they didn't at all, light you know? everything else on fire today, I'd be a lot more optimistic. And and by the way, it's it's not like they burned a lot of good books, like a lot of good stuff. No, I mean, but they burned guys, a lot of stuff. Right. I mean, like, a lot of the like. Listen, for organization hasn't won a playoff game in nine years, or, or hasn't been in the playoffs in nine years. Nobody's job should feel safe, right? Oh, and right. that's, and I understand that. Except you DJ make changes because I love them. But I keep coming back to the fact that you hired and unquestionably underqualified general manager 13, 14 hours ago now. Yeah. And you left him with nothing. Oh yeah. I, you, I don't you, know. you left him with reports. Like hopefully he reads them and has no questions because there's nobody to answer your goddamn questions. <laughs> it's like, if I walked into your office, shattered a vase on the floor and threw you a tube of Elmer's and was like, fix this like real quick. <laughs> right. It's incredible. Buffalo oh, Sabres, man. man, they never, they never surprise. It's <laughs> right when you think they can't get any worse. Oh my god! They totally redeem themselves in a bad <laughs> way. <laughs> oh. What else from the press conference? I don't know. There There's so, so much, much stuff. there too. Like it's it like so it's much. so much. Like, oh, I, I like um, 
I forget who asked it, but they were, they said something like, you know, why can't you get this to work with GMs of the Sabres? And Kim's like, I wish I could tell you. And Terry's like, well, actually. <laughs> Just like, oh, you guys aren't on the same page. All right, cool. All right. There's a couple it's times fun. where, like, he would say something and she was like, either one of them would be like, well, actually kind of like, like it would just like, did you guys discuss this at all before you came on? Like, did you have some talking points, anything? Yeah. You know what I really like the, 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 uh, the guy who ran like the worst penalty kill in league history's back and everyone else got fired. <laughs> right. Oh my God. That's I like, just... by the way, if you didn't, if you didn't catch the presser, Kruger was, uh, doing it from like an abandoned warehouse in Manitoba. It was really weird. <laughs> it's like red light. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he was in his, I think it's his house in Switzerland. The one with the really fancy wood ceiling. Okay. About Kruger, right? Yes. Yeah. Is that what, did I not say Kruger? No, I'm Everything, pretty sure. I'm excited. Sure you've been silent for a second. I'm like, you said Kruger, didn't you? No, I said Kruger. It was okay. like, it, it definitely looked like the first thing you see when your blindfold comes off and you've been kidnapped. Like, yeah, right. I mean, I think they wanted to get like that Star Wars like vibe in there where like he was like the red behind him. And I liked it. Yeah, he definitely had like a Palpatine vibe he going, he Palpatine did. energy. He did. I, there was, a, I, I did note a few times when he jumped in during things like, all right, you know what? Let me just talk a little bit here. Like, yeah, just, you guys <laughs> are really falling on your face. Okay, Ralph Wiggum. Like, I'm going to take this over. Out. Dude, by the way, the the big thing from that presser, which we haven't touched on, is Kim doubling down on the we see things that the average fan doesn't. Ugh. It's like, stop. Yeah. You fired this guy after you paid his bonus when everyone was telling you to do it in January. Like, do not do this. Right. It was bad when you first said it. It's so egregious now. It's so delusional. When you fired the guy three weeks later. like it, <laughs> It's completely delusional to, for you to say that. And, and – and not to mention you fired everybody because like you, yeah. you... <laughs> so 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 melissa melissa our our uh one of our staff writers at die by the blade just tweeted a list of everyone we know of who's been fired today would you like me to read it sure go for it why not jason botterill randy randy sexton first name was randy steve Greeley, chris taylor gord Deneen, toby peterson Deneen and peterson were ahl assistant coaches ryan jankowski and Jeff Crisp, who was an assistant director of amateur scouting. And there are more, apparently, that, that we don't have the names of yet. But that those are the ones Chris we Barge, know of. player development coach, and Mike Kamasarek, player development coach. There you go. That, so those weren't on there yet. But, yeah, that, that, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and I, I've been trying to work and confirm it all day, and I haven't done it yet. I, I just don't – I'm not sure the few um, – I think it's like two or three analytics people they have, but they all survived it. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to confirm it all day, but I don't think they're all going to survive either. I'm not sure Nightingale is going to go, but I think one or two of the people he works with might end up. Sure. Because again, why, why bolster the department that could actually probably save you money? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's been on, Nightingale's been on furlough for like a month and a half, two months now. Anyway, still like, right. I I don't I don't, I don't even know who's doing any of the draft prep. I mean I do know who's doing the draft prep there. They have a guy who's doing it, but like <sighs> this is Steve. He just graduated from UB three months ago. Right. I mean essentially. Yeah. Cool. Fun stuff. Yeah. Well, here's what I think we're gonna do. I, I think we're I think we need to kind of take a break here for a few reasons. One, I think we need to kind of assess where we are to make sure we're not forgetting anything. Uh, right. And two, because we're kind of, contractually obligated to get a break in here because we have to do that uh so we'll get that in here uh anthony will kind of collect our thoughts we did a lot of yelling a lot of all over the place in this year uh and then we'll kind of maybe come back and try to like 
I don't know, focus on, I guess, what the future could look like and maybe what they can do with this new opportunity they've given themselves by opening up their entire hockey department. Maybe we can talk about that. So we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Beyond the Blade on the Die by the Blade podcast network. We'll be back with you after these commercials. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. So we took the break there to kind of, uh, I mean, we get a longer break because we can actually pause however long we want. You just don't know that. Uh, we literally just don't take a minute break. But um, <laughs> so we, we try to, I think, articulate our thoughts and kind of get organized. And the issue is Anthony and I, our brains are kind of going at a hundred miles and right we now. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> let's talk about this. Oh, we know. I think we talked about that already. We know. Let's talk about this. But did we mention that one already? Like it's like, and then you get into the wormholes and this and that. It's just so we're going to do our best here to try to take a breath. That that's kind of assess where we are here because let, let's let's start by by stating a few facts here, Anthony. Okay, sure. To kind of reset, re, like re, reset ourselves. Yeah. Kevin Adams is the new general manager of this team. Correct. He has an off season ahead of him where he has a handful of restricted free agents he has to deal with: mm-hmm. Linus Allmark, Sam Reinhart. Brandon Montour, Victor Olson, Victor Olson, uh, Dominic Cahoon, Middlestad, if you want it, Tay Thompson. He has a bunch of them, right? I mean, the criticisms are like there's a whole bunch. Lawrence, pa- never mind. <laughs> I mean, Lawrence Palacheri's, he's, uh, he's still their property, I guess. Uh, and then he has some unrestricted free agents. Like, basically, is what are they going to do with Larson? Are they going to bring him back or not? Uh, that's a decision that has to be made. Carter Hutton his vision problem is an issue. Uh-huh. So then you have Jack Eichel who's unhappy and wants to win. And then now you make this change and you like, you say you're not rebuilding, but you're, you're making drastic changes to your organization. Whether, I don't know, but that, that that's a sign of kind of your, re- you're at the very least rebuilding your organization, um, which I think would then mean you're going to reduce rebuilding the team on the ice. So, you know, where, I guess what is, what is the direction this team goes in? Like, and, and you get to think in the back of your head too. I think as a wild card that's worked into here. Uh, I mean, for a uh, owner that talked about getting lean and efficiency and all the, the cost cutting measures we're seeing today, you know, and then 
from the tweets from Laurel and then from Sarah Valley that like this is this is clearly money is a concern for them, right? Like that that that's clear as day here. So basically, I think it, I think it, it might be wise to have a conversation of how does this bleed into the team. Now, this is the mm-hmm. team that under the Bagulas every single season have spent to the cap. I don't think it's unreasonable to believe that won't be the case this year, right? Yeah, I, so I what, think you're right. What is the down? What's what's the outcome of that? Like who who pays for that in, in a way? Like and by that I mean like who who's the consequence? Is it you trade Reinhardt because you don't want to pay him that money? Yeah. Is it you trade Ristolainen because he makes so much? Is it Brandon Montour? Is it? I, I don't know. I can't really think of anybody else who's really good that you would trade. But like, it seems like in the thing that's I think maybe the most scary of all this is, is it could be Sam Reinhardt because they don't want to pay that big contract. Especially when yeah. you got to pay Darlene next year and you damn well know they're not letting Darlene walk out the door. So, you know, it's, I think that that's concerning. And I think that's difficult for Adam to navigate too. Cause if he's given them directive, you put together a team that is going to come in below the salary cap ceiling, which is going to be at the very least flat. If not, maybe down a little bit, but best case scenario, probably flat. And we know the cap situation after you're signing restricted free agents, there's not a amount of money left. So if we take somebody some of that money, I don't know. What are you doing here? Like, are you going to bring back the same team? Because you could do that if you just resign everybody, like all the RFAs. You can essentially put together a team. And when you're going to add Dylan Cousins into the mix, and you can be somewhat same team. But it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like beyond everything that happened today, there's still so much uncertainty that today's connected to. So I, I kind of did a lot of talking there and threw a lot of things at yeah. you. So I'll kind of let you riff on some of that. No, no, sure. And one of the things that, that we haven't really mentioned yet is, is the level of influence, which, which is unknown that Ralph Kruger's going to have in this whole thing. Right. right? And that can be hard on him too. I mean, you're going to ask the guy to be a head coach and also have some say in player moves too. Like, well, yeah, but but my my concern is like uh, okay, I mean we know he really likes Marcus Johansson, right? And yuck, and we know he you know, man, so maybe that's not a guy you're they're trying to. Cut, he said you know, he for, likes Ristolainen, but I mean I don't know, was that right, coach speak or does he sure. really like Ristolainen? Well, I'm, I'm more talking about like actions, right? Not on yeah. certain guys, right? And like this is a guy who forgot, forgot about Dominic Cahoon existed. <laughs> so um, that's alarming in and of itself, right? And he's listening to him and, and kind of things we've heard about him from, from other sources, right. Is like, he likes guys with, with, you know, great personalities. It's like, well, okay, that's, that's cool. I don't really care about the personality. Are they a good hockey player? Right. Yeah. I'm sure I mean, Wayne Simmons extent, is like, like, awesome want... in the locker room. I'm sure he's a great guy. Right. right. Uh, I, but he, he's not good. <laughs> he's yeah. creating a negative impact on the ice, which that yeah. negates that benefit for me. So, yeah. so that's a, a little alarming. Right. And I, I think the, you know, not spending the cap thing is interesting where I don't, I don't know how you really avoid it. Number one. Um, and, well, and there's a way to avoid it. I kind of, I mentioned, it, right? no, 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 I'm, I'm well, okay. Let me try this again. There's no way to avoid it. If you plan on being very competitive, right? That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. In, unless you really do trade Ristolainen and Montour and find someone to get, you know, to take Johansson off your hands, get Carter Hutton out of here and, do something with Kyle Oposo. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. eventually that becomes insurmountable. Yeah. Probably right when I hit Hutton, <laughs> that's where it became unrealistic. But, uh, I, uh, 
I'm trying to word this the right way and I'm just like not coming up with it, but, but my, I guess my, my main thing is if Kevin Adams can put together something resembling, you know, a playoff team, I think he can get away with, you know what I mean? Convincing the Pagula is like, Hey, one more year up against the cap. Like we can do this yeah. because, because as you and I have, have kind of, I mean, alluded to, it's really not that hard to make them competitive. It shouldn't be anyway. You know what I mean? There, there are ways to do it, and there are guys who are, are holding you back both financially and in terms of on-ice impact that you, you won't have a hard time finding a buyer for. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. He's got a lot of freaking work to do, and it just – I know he's got more time. You know, it's not like free agency kicks off in 14 days like it normally would. You know, it, it's, it's a ways off. But in saying that, man, this is like – this just became two to three off-seasons worth of work. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you do it. He's, he's got to be a really motivated, really intelligent guy, which maybe he is, but my God. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know I said a lot of words there and, and no, I mean, that's fine. Nowhere, it it but... kind of gets back to the thing. Like I, I think you're putting, you're setting this guy up for a situation where he's almost impossible to succeed in. Right. I mean, you want him to put a, a, a good team on the ice, which be that as it may, the moves that require that, I mean, even just to get to that point to make changes to your team, he has to go through a lot of negotiation of contracts. So yeah. He, I mean, and, and he has a lot of players to sign. I mean, so like there, there's just a lot of work in itself to be done in oh, that yeah. aspect. And then you want him to reshape the, the hockey department too. Like, as I mentioned earlier, like I, I get it. You, you can, you have plenty <laughs> You have what four to five months here before really the meat and potatoes probably of the NHL offseason happens. But as I said, nobody is letting anybody go right now. You're yeah. not gonna be able to grab scouts. I mean that are hired at least. I right. guess you can find ones that are unemployed and great. I don't know. I mean, do you want those ones? Like, right? I mean Those they're unemployed for great. a reason. Uh or you I guess you can go get new ones, which is fine. You could I mean that that's a Go go for it. Go find new blood, new new brain, new new thoughts. Do that. I'm all for that. So you can try that, and that might come cheaper because they're new. So that that's a possibility. But like like an assistant general manager, like and are you going to get somebody who's unemployed right now? I mean, who is that? It Peter Shirelli, like <laughs> Mike Fuda, like are the two? No. Like, I mean, uh, Mike I mean, Gillis. You're not going to get Mike Gillis to come be your AGM though. No. If you get Mike Gillis, he's going to be your president of Hockey House, but they said today they're not going to do right. Yeah. So Mike Gillis is basically out. Yep. So Maybe if, if New Jersey makes a move on Fitzgerald and like lets him go, I don't. you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. It's, it's, it's a but lot he's, of I mean, He's really close with Bottle, though. So like, is he going right. to come over here and work for the team that just yeah, fired his son, one of his, his close son, friends? His son is in the organization. Uh, sure, sure. That matters. You know what I mean? I mean, Ray Shiro's out there, but again, Ray Shiro's not coming here to be an AGM. Right. So I don't. It's it's just it's just hard because because the point I'm getting to is like while there's all there's time there's really not because this guy is not really going to be able to do that much to rebuild his hockey department until like this 2014 playoff thing is done which could be what August September and yeah. then, and then oh guess what here's the draft oh guess what here's free agency here's we're free like it then things start to happen quickly like yeah <laughs> you look at it like oh three four months plenty of time. But when you add in the realistic situation that we're in right now, it's not it's not a 
easy situation. And then like you want your general manager to be focused on making your team better, but mm-hmm. instead he's going to be trying to make your team better at the same time, trying to get people to, to help him. It's, and then trying to make new relationships, new contacts with general managers who I'm sure see blood in the water for a guy with very little experience. Like how many GMs are seeing are like, Oh my God, I'm going to take advantage mm-hmm. of this guy. Yeah. Even agents, even agents. Right. And there's yeah, nobody and there's yeah. nobody in there right now to be like, no, don't do that, or that's not a good idea. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't have anybody right I, now. I just love just the vehement way Pagula was like, no, no, we're we're not doing the you know, the the president of hockey thing. We're we're comfortable in our communication. Well, what do you think the biggest problem has been? Oh, well, communication for sure. It's like right. what? <laughs> right. What you're doing isn't working, so maybe try something different. Like Right? I don't know. Throw it out there. Just try. Did you really different. get burned by the LaFontaine situation so hard that you'll never do it again? Like, don't be a child. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But again, it comes down. Like, you got to pay that person. Right. But they're not. I mean, they're not yeah. going to do that right now. Well, Tim Murray comes off the books in a couple of months. It comes up in a couple of weeks, end of June. There you go. So you don't got to pay him anymore. You just got to pay Bottle <laughs> Saxon and Greedy for the next two years. Good lord. Good thing I picked up that bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know the dollar amount. I don't. It, it, that would just make me laugh. I, I have to figure it's significant, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Good thing they did. Yeah, Bought them an extra like, couple weeks for decisions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit. So yeah, I mean, it's. It, I feel. I mean, part of me feels bad for Kevin Adams. You know, it's it's. And I think that's when you kind of look back on it whenever that time comes, you know, I don't know, two, three years, I don't know, six months, who the hell knows at this point when they're going to get somebody else to run the hockey department. Like, yeah, I think you're going to look back on it. It's kind of how you look back with Bottero. Like, you, know, you really, the cap situation wasn't that bad when he took over. You're going to look no. back on Adam's tenure, whether, I mean, if, if it goes poorly and be like, man, they set that guy up to fail. Like, because it just, that's just the really out of the situation. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a you, you have a new. It's all hitting me again. I'm getting aggravated about it. You <laughs> hire a, a guy who was clearly underqualified to run your hockey department that hasn't been good in ten years. You fire everybody. You have so many decisions to make this off season, and not to mention it's one of the most unprecedented times in this sport's history and around the world with what is happening. Mm-hmm. What made you think that you didn't need to look anywhere else? Like, even if you want to go with Adams, like th- th- take a few days and have somebody come up here with him. Like, oh, like Adams might be the GM, but we brought in, even, like, that's just him, like Fuda. Like, here he comes. Like, wouldn't you feel better if, like, they, like, like let's say they just said, oh, we're firing Batterall today. And then in a week and a half, they go, okay, we're going to have Kevin Adams, and here comes Mike Fuda with him to be his AGM. Wouldn't things be a little bit different, even if everybody yeah. is still fired? Yeah. But like, oh, well, at least they well, got Well, something. He's yeah, got right. a second set of hands. Right. He's got somebody to, like, guide him through, like, because yeah. he's never done this before. Right. And he has, like, two general manager's numbers in his phone, probably. The two that he's <laughs> friends with, and Ron Francis and Rutherford, whatever else he mentioned today. Right. Oh, God. You know, I will. I will say this though, from from all accounts, uh, the, you know, people I've talked to today, who, who you know have been close to him in some capacity, right? 
they they do speak pretty highly of him, which I mean nobody's Definitely. gonna say this. nobody yep. with a job right now is gonna say this guy's a fucking moron. You know, it's right. not gonna happen. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it seems encouraging in that regard. But again, I mean, shoot, man, uh, they they could have hired the you know I'm trying to think of like an old good GM, and I'm just my brain is melting, but you know, just the ghost of someone great. You know what I mean? Just, just whatever. Brain the best GM ever. Sure. There you go. <laughs> and like, I don't know that they can even do this. You know what I mean? This yeah. just seems, and we keep saying it, but it seems so insurmountable to me. Just the amount of man, he, he cramming 15 pounds of stuff into a five pound bag here. And it's just, yeah. it's a lot. And then in a way, like you're, you're almost by having this guy, fire people you're you're in a sense i I think i don't want to say burning bridges but maybe kind of yeah you are you are you're making yourself less attractive you you told the guy publicly that he was safe three weeks ago and then you fucking slaughter him and everyone in his department and when it comes out that, that he he got slaughtered for protecting his people yeah number one number two when the details of the Ryan O'Reilly deal come out, because you know that shit will leak if people had any <laughs> hand in that. Yep. That's going to be another one. Uh, yeah, this makes your organization look looks look worse from, from free agents all the way up to the front office. It's an unattractive spot. Not to mention you had your captain and best player a couple weeks ago oh, being, God, like, that being, like, being like, hey, I, I'm, I'm almost done with this. So now like, players yeah. are going to be like, I don't want to go there because Eichel wants to be out the door in a year. Dude, I gotta tell you something. That kid, I, I'm I'm six years older than him, five or six years older than him. He has more maturity than I'll probably ever have because there is no way in hell I wouldn't have demanded a trade. This is his There's what? no this way. This is his third GM, right? Third He's GM in saint. five years. Third yep. GM in five years, and how many coaches? Three. I'd have been I'd have been out the door. I don't know. my house signed the extension. Kruger. Yeah. Yeah, just a tire fire of an organization. In five years, he had three coaches, and now this is his third general manager. What's that poor kid going to be, 30 by the time his contract is up? Son of a gun. Yeah, That's just the worst. And that's the thing, too. Like, he, has, he, has really, he has really no power here if he asks for a trade. They can tell him no. Yeah, that's, that's exactly you right. You're going to go play in Europe? Right. Like, Yeah. My God. I almost would at this point, yes. I'll go to Europe. <laughs> rip up Helsinki for a couple of years. I don't give a shit. Yeah, right. I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't even know if you could do that with the transfer agreements they have. Probably, right? but, probably uh, not. Right? It's just, yeah, I feel so bad for him, man. He deserves better. He really does. I mean, shoot, how long are we going to ask him to just carry everything on his back? I mean, it was like they said today too. Like they had a good conversation with him. Like, yeah, I'm okay, sure. I'm sure. But like, like, do you think this guy's like another one? I'm amazed he just, picked up the phone. <laughs> right. Especially like after you just told, like maybe he maybe he was happy about it was gone because I think. Yeah, some of the frustration you kind of came with could be because he didn't believe the guy in charge was good at building the team. But like, right? All right, cool. Bottle's gone. Like, what's your plan now? Oh, Kevin's gonna gonna be the GM. Oh, Kevin, right. the guy I saw making copies last week. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who runs HR, the Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, like, All right. <laughs> I like how he went from company fall guy <laughs> to GM. I'm but, I mean, sorry, that, it's like, just so I mean, funny to me. Like, he's just the guy they would trot out there to deliver bad news. They did it twice this year. <laughs> they sent him out on WGR when they give him his new title of VP of whatever the hell he was to go talk about the Jersey misspellings. Trot his ass out there to go do that, so we don't want to do that. 
And then now you try his ass out there. It's a new GM. And oh, by the way, you're going to go fire everybody that you just. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, go out there and do some PR. We'll make you the GM. And like, I'm sorry. Like, I have to like go back at the Pagulas here. Like, yeah, please, this dude. They, like, like they haven't earned it. Cowardly shit they did today. Oh my god, so much. So, so. like, from the bottle thing in itself, the finances thing, whatever. That's some garbage. But I get you wanted to do what you want to do, and this guy said he would do it. But <laughs> these these owners knew what was happening today. They made their press conference at two o'clock, so they could talk about. Adams and Botterill. And I'm sure what 15, 20 minutes, half hour after that call ended, they started firing everybody. Like, and and then you have Adams be the one who fires everybody. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cowardly shit. The game yeah. knew you were gonna fire your entire hockey department and you didn't mention it at all. And and, and yeah, all. and you did it after the presser. Right. So nobody can ask you questions about it. Yeah. Cowardly. Spineless. Unbelievably cowardly. Yeah. Yep. They knew. They and that knew, goes back to sending Adams out there. The Adams out there to talk about the, the jersey shit. Yeah. Like have your president talk about it. Why should he? Because he's willing to. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But and I guess I guess and, this and shows way, you. This this shows you. Just just go out, say some shit for your bosses, and boom, you're GM. That's exactly what I was gonna say. That's why I called him Hockey Russ Brandon at the beginning of this. Just a yes man, and and I want to believe he'll be more, and he might be more. I'm not again. I'm I'm it's, trying. It's to, kind of unfair, right? To, I'm, yeah, I'm trying my best to avoid like shitting on Kevin Adams because right. this isn't Kevin Adams. It's really fault. not fair to him. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. But but at the same time, it's like yeah, you say yes to enough shit. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it, it appears that the, this ownership group really is keen on that. So yeah, I mean, I think I think that's why they were so attracted to Kruger, like. We have a problem. Well, here's an inspirational quote. Wow, you're amazing. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Look at the shiny fucking keys. Yeah. I was trying not to drop any F-bombs. I messed yeah, up. It's fine. I mean, this Sorry. is a Yell podcast. Who cares? I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. He said as like as he dropped his fourth of the day. I definitely <laughs> had another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it, it's. It, it, I think we're kind of getting to the end here. I mean, we're both out of steam. It's just it's. To, to wrap it all up, it, it's a day where I think we should be talking about the future of this team and how things have changed and how they can do some things now to like being like, what is the future? Like, literally, that's the question. What is the future of this team? And it's so hard to figure out. What are they doing? Do they know what, what they, they want to do? Absolutely not. I think they want to be good. Do they have an idea <laughs> sure. how to be good? No. And the, and the funny thing is that, and and this is going to make a lot of people puke. And I'm, I think I'm at this, I'm at this point, uh, of just being the, this cynical. Maybe this feels like they're going to be bad for three more years. Nobody's going to buy tickets, and the fan base will become so disengaged where they'll be like, "Well, we tried to make this economically viable in Buffalo. It's just not happening." And like they'll point the finger at the city instead of the fact that they could not even put a palatable product on the ice at any point in ten years. Yeah. Yeah. It. They're newporting us. 
Uh, yeah, we I said mean, it last week. Yeah, it's 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 so hard. Like it, that's the thing. I think we talked about kind of we were on the train ride podcast together, and we kind of mentioned our like it's. If you think Anthony and I enjoy being negative all the time and being frustrated, like I got to tell you, it, it it is so exhausting. I, oh my I was, god! When I when I saw the bottle thing today, like I was excited. I'm like, oh man, podcasts are fun. Even even with Kevin Adams, like whatever, yeah, we'll figure it out. But then like just and then like the, the press conference and then the fire and then it's like, ah, like it just it's just it, and then it, it just it muddies up everything because there's no plan, right? At all, nope. And we mentioned Eichel. Like, how do you? What do you? What do you tell Eichel you're doing? Like, he's like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I get that. Like, hey, Jack, we're gonna, you know, hire a guy we're going lean. experience, and then we're yeah, we're gonna go lean. You know, I might, you might lose your best friend. By the way, sorry, tough shit. Yeah, a lot of technology though. We can't afford to. We can't afford to pay Sam Reinhardt, so we might trade him <laughs> for some cheaper pieces. You know, we're gonna do the Ryan O'Reilly deal again. So instead of Kevin Adams headliners, gonna be traded Sam Reinhardt. That's gonna be his thing on his resume. Hmm. You know, I want to I want to just touch on on one thing real quick that, that you kind of mentioned there briefly. I on the negativity thing, it's like I think we've been bad so long that I and I think you and I are are almost kind of in the same boat. I mean, you've been doing it you know a little longer than me, obviously, but I don't think we have had a chance to write about a playoff team. At least not in the capacity, you know what I mean, with, with the with the following we have now. Nope. And I think that kind of sucks where we're, you know, it's like you guys just like to be negative. It's like show me the opportunity I've had over the last five years to be positive and not end up being wrong later. It's like I'm it's just it's almost like I feel like I'm apologizing for being right, and that's just <laughs> right. the worst. You know what I mean? It's like, sorry, we called this. You know what I mean? Uh, and it like made your day, your Wednesday, a little bit more difficult. Like, uh, if you need someone to tell you things are going to be better, like just play Ralph Kruger sound bites on on repeat, man. Like, I'm, yeah, uh, you know, it, we, I mean, it's hard. I mean, we, what? we we do hockey analytics, man. It's it, we're not gonna we're, we don't make up fables for you, yeah. You know, and by the way, point to me where I where we were wrong. I'm not being. I'm by the way, I'm not being facetious. I'm not being arrogant. I'm I'm being honest. Like. Show me where we were wrong to be skeptical. Yeah, and, and there's just so far we haven't been right, right. I mean, we've been in the playoffs in nine years. You get no room for any right anything. And I, and I think a lot of it is like, man, this city was just so goddamn battered by the Bills, and it's like, well, you know, that was seventeen years, and like fans were still <laughs> optimistic somehow. <laughs> it's like you're right, Bills fans are a different breed, and by extension, so are Bills writers. But sorry there's just too much information in front of me. Yeah. And like, it's, but God, to think we enjoy being like this. Good Lord. No, I mean, I, I would you, much you rather actively, write about a playoff team. Right, you actively try to go out there and like find good topics, but there's like three of them. <laughs> and then when you write about it, I'm like, that's it. Like that, that, yeah. That's the end of it. And it's, right. it's difficult, man. This is like, I mean, don't get it's me wrong. Like, like, I, I enjoy doing this. Yeah. But it's something like, it's exhausting. Yeah. And it's, just win one hockey game. I mean, can you can you just wrap your head around that? They just won would have won one more goddamn hockey game. We're not talking about any of this. We're talking about a playoff in none of this. Yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. It's that, crazy. Like that. That's one game, right? One less day with Zach Bogosian on your yeah. in your lineup, and one day where Carter Hutton can actually see the puck that's being shot at him. 
Give him some Harry Potter glasses and it's fine. Like, one day that you could incredible. kill at least one penalty in a game. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, this this thin margin that's just been like, oh man, if we had just done this one damn thing. Because hockey is the only sport, maybe basketball, I don't follow it closely enough, but where more than half the teams make it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, how how is it nine years? How do you do that? And then the How year 77% of the teams make it, you still don't make it. Oh my god. It's just bad. You know, but but we'll we'll I mean shit, we'll try to be positive, man. I don't know about what. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean it's I mean shoot. <laughs> we what what did we just do? I mean, last week I put it or two weeks ago, maybe now, I put an article telling you that hey, this outlier year by Jeff Skinner shouldn't worry you. And people got mad at that. It's like, well, I tried to be positive guys and you didn't want it. So like what are you what am I supposed to do here? You know what I'm saying? I took the yeah. one thing I could maybe spin from this shit sandwich yeah. of a season. It's like uh, okay. Well I tried. <laughs> it is what it is, right? I mean I think everybody's just so frustrated at this point. Oh, like, I don't blame anyone for being mad. Right. It's just like, but don't blame me for right, don't blame me. Don't blame me for being right. <laughs> I love the guys today, though. There were a couple on Twitter. They were like, well, it's the media who, who's caused all this. It's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right. The media traded Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to some of the media, this team peanuts. would be a lot different than what they were. Even just some of the Sabres fans, this team would be a lot different. Better. <laughs> well, we'll say that for another day, perhaps. Sure. I want to take all the crazy trade proposals on Twitter from the last 12 months and see if they anything would actually work. <laughs> I don't actually want to do that. Sounds like a lot of work. You know what they should do? If I'm being Sounds honest, terrible. they should just like, here's, here's my plan. You want to, at the end here, I'll give my plan what they should do. Please. You should hire some smart people who will, tell you, who will tell you to do some different type of shit. Some people who may tell you, like the guy who works for New Jersey Devils, who wrote an article about Matt Cain, by the way, who wrote mm-hmm. an article about maybe if you're down, by two goals with like 10 minutes left in the game, you pull your goalie because you go from like a five. I'm, a, I'm exaggerating these numbers on the exact ones. You go from like a 5% chance of scoring a goal to like 12. Like, I don't know. It goes way up. I don't know what it is, but like it goes way up. And maybe you have somebody who comes and tells your coach to do that. And then you try that and see if it works. Try some new things. Try, try Ryan Stimson power play behind the net family. See if that works out for you. Try anything. Like just try to have your players play different. Try just, Try something different. Like you're hiring your third GM who's a first time GM. You're hiring an, a coach who you thought you maybe had some different ideas that really turns out it was just sports science ideas. It really wasn't hockey. Turns out ideas. it was the posters you used to see in your guidance counselor's right. office. Right, right. Like just like this is your this is your chance. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna number you right, them right now. This is your chance. This is your one opportunity. You have cleared your hockey department. You, you just just try to do something different. Try to take a new approach to the game. I'm not even sure it's going to work, but I'll tell you what, I think myself, you, other people may respect the hell out of you for trying something different than oh, failing yeah. at the same thing for the fourth, fifth, sixth time. What was the thing? And I'm sure you'll be able to pull it right up in your brain here. What was the thing that was kind of silly, but different that we actually gave them credit for trying? Do you remember what it was? Uh, no, only thing I could think of is, only thing I think of is like the people who get mad when they pulled the goal in the power play down a goal when it didn't work like twice, but it worked like four times. 
well, sure, but I'm I'm talking about this thing was just like kind of silly, but it was like, hey, it's different, cool. I give him credit. Putting Ristolainen in front of them on the power play. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It was different, and it was like they were trying something. Which hell, it got old it, after like a month or two and didn't work anymore. But it was they right. different, right? But it was different, and initially it worked a couple times. We we're like, hey, good for you. Yeah. Good for you for thinking outside the box. And then they just kept doing that same thing. When it stopped working, it's like, okay, but you got to keep thinking outside the box. You can't, you can't just do the one thing. Or they, like they, 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 they would put Marshall. Jack Eichel on the power on the penalty kill early in the season, like late. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That works. He's not bad yeah. at clean penalties. Let him do that a couple times. Right. That stopped. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Johan Larson with Jeff Skinner. Oh my God, they had three games where they were really productive, and eh, we should probably not do that. With Connor Sheary, who like you're trying to raise value so you could sell him, like he, <laughs> it was working. Four games later, yeah. nope. Okay, well, I guess there goes that. Yeah. Jake McCabe and Brandon Montour worked. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give that a, a run for any longer than me. Just Bulls keep running wrist line and in, no. in, in Montour out there with their 4% expected goal differential. Yeah, just keep throwing them out there. I did never believe you at the beginning of the year. You said another coach was going to make wrist line in his highest ice time defense. <laughs> I never believed it. I'm like, no way a fourth dude can do this. And now another general manager might keep him too. Like, yep, <laughs> he's staying forever. And he has two years on his contract. Maybe and that guy's basically—he's all but begging you to trade him. I say, right, this is like two years in a row where he's like, I don't know. Like last year, I think he was more vocal about it. Like, all right, like, can we just really just end this year? And this year, he's kind of like, he was like, yeah, like I like Kruger, but you know, if you want to trade me, I'm still okay with that. I'm still cool with it. Nope, just bring you back. We're gonna trade Sam Reinhardt instead. Yeah. Buffalo Sabres. All right. Before we get down the more negative poll, um, I kind of feel like I ended on a good note with that, with that little thing at the end there. So we'll, we'll, we'll end yeah. it there. So we'll get into the spiel. Well, first I think we should kind of, I know like last week we mentioned the, uh, the blade awards thing. Oh yeah. That's, we're, we're probably going to push that here a few weeks. Cause there's a lot of shit going on. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe we'll like do the voting next week. Uh, and then after that, um, maybe the week after I have nothing else goes berserk here uh we'll we'll do that um we are going to have hannah come on there with us again for that it'll be three of us so that's pretty cool that'll be fun uh so we'll arrange that but again it's not going to be like next week like we said probably another couple weeks on the road once things start to calm down here again so just for an update on that but um we'll get to the spiel here at the end so make sure you're following us on twitter anthony at chandra sports myself at cmd diminishes at die by the blade uh, make sure to check out Dive of the Blade for all of your Sabres content that we get over the next few weeks here. Um, top 25, pre-draft top 25 under 25 uh, going to go ahead and get underway next week. So make sure you vote on that. You can go to DiveOfTheBlade.com and vote uh, and rank your top 25. And then we'll see kind of how it goes with the fans and the writers voting and how that shakes out pre-draft. And then we'll do another one again uh, after the draft. And yeah, make sure you rate, subscribe, share uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the fun places you can find a podcast. I think that's it, Anthony, right? That's, that's I think it, you yeah. nailed it. <laughs> what a whirlwind. Yeah. Just, we talked about this day for numerous podcasts. Better part of a year. Right. And here it is. But like, as we said, the thing we talked about the most with Bottero going was like the fourth, <laughs> the fourth headline of today. It's wild. It's Buffalo Sabres hockey, man. It, it's insane. <laughs> Never amazes us. So 
I, I don't know. We'll, we'll be back next week. We could be back tomorrow if they do things. We could be back in three days. I, I honestly don't know when we're going to be back, but probably next week if nothing else happens. We'll get back in here again after everything calms down and kind of, I don't know, see if we can throw it together. So hang in there, fans. Uh, buckle up because who, know, who the hell knows what's going to happen here over the next week. Uh, if there's going to be anything else that goes on, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But we'll be here if things do. So thanks for listening. Thanks for reading the content we put out. It's much appreciated. Um, and thanks for the interaction because that, that makes kind of Twitter and all these, all these exhausting and tiring times fun that you guys do that with us. So we appreciate that. So for Chad and Anthony, uh, we are out of here this week. We'll talk to you soon.